hello. Welcome, everyone. How are you all doing today? I am David Kessler, 1077 The Brock and 1077thebrock.com, nominated for our fourth consecutive National Association of Broadcasters Marconi Radio Award for College Radio Station of the Year. Find out if we win radio broadcasting's most coveted award on Wednesday, October 25th. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Games from the Dorm. We talk about games. We analyze their design. We joke around. It's fun. I am joined by... Orion Martin. There we go. Michael Brown. All right, guys. Are you excited for this? Today, we are talking about... Dun, dun, dun. Metal Gear Solid for nope. the PlayStation 3. Fortnite Forgotten Ads. Yo. Did you know that the prize in Fortnite, the world's number one game, is an incredible chunuk? Unbelievable. And if the Koreans don't try hard, they're not going to win that prize. That is correct. Bung one! Bung. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're talking about Metal Gear. Thoughts on uh, Chris Pratt? There's a great line in here where he says, when I'm playing uh, Fortnite with the Koreans, they go <laughs> easy. David, over under six months till Solid Snake is in Fortnite. Oh, over, definite over. Oh, it's real probably happen when the remake happens. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, I imagine it's eventually gonna hit Fortnite. Like, dude, who are they missing? There's like, a- like the not like who's the most I mean, famous Super Mario. character? That oh my god, you're right. Or like Santa Claus, like <laughs> Jesus from the Bible. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if they'd uh, they'd get away with, uh, you know. They did an using, MLK event. Well, I'm saying like Nintendo's got like a really well, no, strong hold. Appa- apparently, from what I yeah, heard, I Nintendo wanted it to be you could only see the skins on Nintendo devices. Like if you were playing, uh, if you were playing like Rocket Samus, League, Rocket League has the Luigi. Yeah, card. they would just see you as like Jonesy, and they were like, "Oh, that'd be lame. No one would." That buy would be it. really lame. Yeah, yeah because the whole point of getting a skin is for like everybody to see it. Yeah, so they were like, okay, it's not worth it, then bye. See, like, I could imagine them doing something like having it be an exclusive skin for, like... Like, you could only buy Nintendo. it on the yeah, Switch, would yeah. make sense. Like, that I could imagine. But, but only but see it? They're yeah, mean. there's no way. They're mean. Nintendo, am I right? Classic. They're we're never going to get Pikachu with a gun. We're, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Dude, they're not letting Mario with a gun? No. Oh, my God. That's why I was like, Samus would be the most likely one, you know? Yeah. Like Weren't there leaks, like, a long time ago of that? But, I mean, they were fake. Obviously. Yeah, because it was, like, rumors that they were in talks. And they put out their survey every couple months where they're like, mm. would you like to see characters from the Xenoblade series in Fortnite? Do they actually? Yeah, it's, like, on every survey. is like, video game franchise you'd like to see. Xenoblade Chronicles That's funny. That's... I mean, that's... It always makes me laugh. That's not surprising, though. Like, they have a lot of, like, anime-oriented things I'm like, on they're, there. They're, maybe they're like, if we could get one Nintendo franchise, they'd probably let us fly with Xenoblade. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> we can show them with a gun, and, like, they're not too worried about it, right? Mm. Shulk with a shotgun. Yo. All right. Anyway, we're talking about Metal Gear. So, we're talking about Metal Gear Solid. Uh, we are not even halfway done with this game. No. Um, it's a it's a long journey. Yeah, it's felt like years. Ryan does not seem to be a big fan of the game, but not, I not of this one specifically. Well, I liked I liked the other one that uh, yeah, but it was much newer. So like obviously it's going to be yeah. We'll better. get into that, but I, I've said multiple times, you know, we don't, you know, you don't need to uh, play, and you don't play, you you watch. You well, watch. yeah, because yeah. like I'm watching 
I'm like, well, you know, we'll get into it, but like I'm watching it. It just looks like, it looks like straight up torture for Mike, dude. It looks awful. This, game, this game's, uh, like I would, I like, I feel like I feel the pain emanating off of him as like the worst boss fights okay. in existence are in this game. So I think this episode is going to be like a good cop, bad cop, and I'm going to be the good cop defending the game, and Orion's going to be the bad cop. I'm and, always the bad cop. I'm always the, the hater. <laughs> Mike's going to be the victim, and he has to fight Gray Fox. Like, I'm hours. always a hater, unless it's XCOM, but we already know that. Yeah, you did like that episode. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... Uh, this, this game came out in 1998 by Konami. I made it. This was the first ever Games from the Dorm episode after uh, Mike and I did the pilot episode of Guilty Gear. Um, but I did it alone. I did it alone, and it was stressful. And now I got you guys here. Yeah. And now you guys. And now play. it's more stressful because now we're here pressuring you. you. No, no, you guys. Uh, you guys. I don't think me. he knows. What does he know? Do I know? There's a no. fourth person in the room. <laughs> Can you spot him? Is that, uh, That's right. It's Jeffrey Kessler. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I keep saying anyway. Um, anyway. 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 I felt back then that I could have stretched that episode into like two different episodes because there's a lot to unpack with this game and a lot that I specifically have to say about the game. Last time I, I re uh, skimmed through the episode today. Um, and I talked a lot about the end game and a lot about, which I guess made sense because I finished the game. That's what I remembered the most. Mm. And I talked a lot just about general summary, but we're, we're going to move past summary. That was old games from the door. That was like young David. Yeah. Young, young David one full year ago. That was young David. Probably <laughs> David over full, here. Was it like six months? No, it was probably like <laughs> Not a whole calendar year. <laughs> so I want to hear what you guys think about this game. I'm going to be asking some questions. All right. Um, I think we should start with the story. Only line of s- summary I got in here. You got to stop some terrorists armed with nukes. Bam. That's the simple sentence. You go to Alaska. Okay. Yeah. Love Alaska. Okay. I'm enjoying <laughs> the story for the most part. That's like what's really keeping me going because I'm like, I'm interested. There's a lot of questions where like I kind of think I might know some answers, but I haven't yeah. gotten... Like, oh, how are the people dying magically? That was probably Psycho Mantis, right? He was involved. I'm not saying anything. Psycho Mantis. Yeah, like, he was probably involved. But then it's like, there's a lot of questions I'm wondering. Like, why are they doing this? Why do they need big bosses' remains? What are they going to do with them? Yeah, 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 yeah. So the terrorists want big bosses' remains. Yeah. He was They're the main bad guy. The world the ransom with nukes for some dude's body. Yeah. And I'm dead. like, why, why don't we just give him it, right? Well, At actually, it's not... I, 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 it's not that I forgot. I just didn't know um, that apparently there's a 20-minute mission briefing that they don't play at the start of the game. They hide in the files, probably not in the files, in the menus, probably because it's 20 minutes and they don't want to bore someone. with. There are already so many codecs and cutscenes at the start of the game. They don't want to start with 20 minutes. All right, we're starting a full episode worth of, like content just for you to sit and watch when you bought this game <laughs> that's gonna be the episode yeah um so we still don't know why they want the remains but the mission briefing says that although big boss was killed by solid snake his dna survives because you're a son right yeah but the dna on his body survives too 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, dude, that's, that's how it works, right? Even if someone's dead, they still. I don't. I don't know sell that. The only way DNA. to like destroy DNA is by burning the body. Well, he was burned. Oh, okay. Oh, well, you know, maybe he was. But you know, you know, had, had a oh, coffee the day mystery. before you could find the car. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Campbell, who's the colonel, says that basically, if Liquid and the terrorists get the body, then they can do something with genome soldiers because the genome soldiers are already made with Big Boss's DNA. Mm-hmm. So he can create even a more super thing. But we we still, that's just like the hypothesis. Yeah. We still don't know why. Even more super soldiers with even worse object permanence. Yeah. Oh, I got the joke. I got the joke. It's because the AI in this game is like 1998 and you walk away and they go, what was that? And then they Yeah, go, or like, what was that? They will spot you. But if you just like hide under somewhere after 100 seconds, they'll just be like, guess it was a ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. the AI gets advanced bum, bum. for the net. Yeah, it's, it's it's still pretty advanced this game, honestly, for the time. Because um, you know they can see footprints in the snow, they hear you. Ooh. But I mean, they're still you know it's still a video game. They want you yeah. to succeed. Um, they should have made an impossible, impossible challenge. You know what the uh, in the future games that super hard mode is called? It's called European Extreme. Because some reason, like, Europe got Metal Gear Solid 2 later than all the other countries, so they added a difficulty setting, and then the future, they just called it that. Wow. That's weird. It is weird. Crazy. It's called European Extreme. European Extreme. That yeah. sounds like... Fancy. No, that doesn't sound fancy. That sounds like... It sounds like rude. It sounds rude. European, oh, because they're not as good or something? No, it's just like... Yeah, it, feel, it feels like the European extreme is some, like, Super Mario Bros. 2 stuff. Like, it's like, <laughs> a game has an extreme mode, and then the European extreme is, like, incre- incredibly different than normal extreme mode, <laughs> because the Europe release was all messed up in the year 1998. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's what I like about the story so far. The mystery just keeps stacking. Uh, Baker, who was one of the hostages, said we work for a guy named Jim, but we don't know about that. People keep dying. We don't really know what the terrorists want. We don't know still why Liquid looks like Snake and has the same name and has the same hair. By the way, in the 20-minute mission briefing, Snake has super long hair like Liquid, but he cuts it off. So not to resemble him. Um, So that's pretty funny. The mission briefing doesn't say a lot more. It talks about how Naomi injected Snake with, like, a serum to just, like, promote health. But that'll come into play later. Um, what else? Uh, yeah. That's 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 for the story, I think. We're, we still don't know a lot. No? We still don't know a lot. We are just before the Psychomantis fight. Like, we're playing him now. So we still got a lot of things to do and honestly this game one of my biggest criticisms which is also kind of a compliment is that the pacing it's like it's pretty good and then you get like the final hour and it's like it's like ramps up crazy and it's like all all your answers even more questions is like crazy so i'm wondering how you guys are gonna think about that Hmm. uh how about we move on into the writing i want to take a quick look because i did something special here for you guys you ready for this you ready for this? Be, be excited. Say you're ready. No. I'm not ready. Psycho Mantis. Okay. You heard that? Yeah. Yeah. That's the writing. Snake asks a lot of questions. The reason why he does Psycho that Mantis. is because apparently, like, Kojima, who made, who makes the game, wanted, like, uh, he wanted um, 
players to understand the plot more. So if it gets a bit too, too confusing, which it can at times, that's like a way to slow it down. Mm. Like, or like, did you understand everything, right? Um, the entire English, I talked about this on the first episode I did this game. The entire English translation for the game was made by one man. Which like should not happen. No, that's that's a terrible idea. Reason A why it shouldn't happen. Um, he changed like everything. Yeah. Are you serious? Not everything, but like a lot. So he was the one who created the word codec to add to the series, which I love. But like a lot of other stuff, he uh, Kojima fired him after the game. Yikes! And that's why a lot of people say the writing for the future games is way different because it is just a literal Japanese translation. I love the writing in this game, but of course I can't really compare it to the Japanese. Psycho Mantis. Yeah, I don't know if that that was probably in the original. I'm sure it was. Um, and also, apparently, this guy, first off, he also worked on the translation for Silent Hill 2. I like to cross over episodes that we do here. Callback. Callback. You know it. And oh, okay. Well, I immediately don't like this guy now. You love that game. You liked the writing. You didn't love that game. You liked the writing. Come on. I think the writing was okay, yeah. Okay, it was incredible. What are you talking about? Yeah, but then you have to ask, is that the localization team, or is it just, like, already good, you (laughs) know? Um, And he apparently worked on one of the Castlevania games um, translation, I think, after this. And he just... Konami kept them around, but not... Yeah, correct. And he just named items, like, after his daughter. So if you have a job and you're asked to translate from a different language, don't entirely change the game based on your family. Yeah, that's... uh. He, he named all the items like Chalice of Margaret. That's so weird. Yeah. That's like... So maybe this I'm guy's a bit lie. odd. That, that's a little weird. Naming like items after yeah, he your has a bit of a like. Well, if you're, you're expecting you're not long rebel. for this job, you know why not? Yeah. Well, like if you're trolling, sure, but like if this is his actual job, I don't know about that one. Yeah, that's like personal information too. That's weird. That your daughter's name is a relatively common one. Okay, well I don't know. That's still weird. <laughs> yeah, so I, he's mixed online, but I, I like the writing so far. Like, how weird would it be if it's like I named the. Uh, <laughs> The, the, the curse of Mike Brennan. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, that's a, that's that a last game, name, maybe. but that's completely, you know? The curse of Mike. <laughs> yeah, just curse of Mike, that's goofy because, like, Mike's that such a goofy. common name. That's, like, not like Curse of Rod that we all know is, like, the Egyptian god. No, it's just a dude. It's just a dude, Mike. What happened to Mike that he deserves the curse? The crucifixion of Kessler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... What do you think? Of, I was going to say, I think, Orion, you really like the writing. I think the writing is the funny. Lines. Yeah. I think it's Which funny. Which is good. Funny is I wouldn't take, like, I, 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 I watch the game and, like, I don't take the dialogue seriously is my, well, is my point. I also, and also like they don't take it seriously either. You know? Well, yeah, because it's like they break the fourth wall, like, intentionally way too often. And, like, I think that breaking the fourth wall is, like, that's awesome, right? Like, I love that in video games. But, like, they're they're just straight up saying in dialogue, like, do this with your controller. And I'm like, bro, that just okay. ruins okay. immersion. Most of that is Psychomantis, and that's supposed to be No, 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 I'm talking about the, the, uh, the, the kernel. Where it says, like, to use codec, press select, right? That's yeah, no, but he does that constantly, too. Yeah, that's what I like. Also, I like how they only really... A lot Outside of games do of Psycho that. Mantis, the only time a character breaks the fourth wall really is like tutorials. You know, it's kind of funny. But it, it's not just that. Like even even the fight with Psycho Mantis, he just straight up 
up tells you how to beat him in like the most obvious way. It's not even like he hints it. It's he just does like, hint, but then if you but if you do enough, it four times, yeah. then he just does it. And I think that's lame. I feel like it should have been better. Oh, I'll feel- tell you why that isn't lame. First off, this was the first ever game to do that kind of stuff. Uh, with fourth wall breaks to this extent. But I'm saying, like, too much fourth wall break is the bad thing. If you are Timmy and you're six years old... and you Then you a, shouldn't be playing Metal Gear. You know what? Like... Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> not, if you were, like, 17 and just... You were like, ah, oh, this is a new game, whatever. Shoot him up, whatever. And it's like he's like, put down your controller. And you're like, what? Huh? <laughs> and he vibrates it. Like, how, how do you think he did that in my dorm room? He vibrated the controller. Controls have a vibration. No, function no. Nowadays. no, it was his mind. Yeah, he mind controlled uh, the controller. I got a message for you guys. Yeah? Our social media is blowing up. View all of cool posts, fun reels, trending videos, and more we made this summer and are creating for you now. Like and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and threads at 1077 The Bronx on TikTok at 1077 The Bronx WRRC and on X at 1077 The Bronx FM. We'll be back with more of Games from the Door after these underwriting announcements on 1077 The Bronx and 1077TheBronc.com. At Ryder University has a hauntingly familiar name. Get ready for Scream Screen 8, 1077 The Bronx monster-sized drive-in movie and trunk or treat. Friday, October 20th in the BLC faculty staff parking lot. Get free eats at the fantastic food court. Play monster mini golf, character artist, balloon artist, and more. Go to 1077thebronc.com slash scream screen eight for all the ghoulish details. Welcome back to Games from the Dorm on your 2023 Intercollegiate Broadcasting System College Media Award winner for best radio station 1077 The Bronc. Orion, who's your favorite monster? Yeah. Uh, Mike, who's your favorite monster? Um, I'm a big mummy fan. <laughs> what do you like? You mean just like a general mummy or like? No, nah, the movie The Mummy. The Mummy. Is that Brendan Fraser? I don't know. I saw it like once in school after it had to take standardized tests and they showed movies, you know? What's it about? Uh, a mummy gets resurrected from the dead. And you go, like, ooh. My favorite, uh, my favorite monster would probably be, and I don't even know if I would count this, oh boy. but in uh, a few movies, they use him as a monster. Uh, Anubis. Like the Egyptian guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's your favorite Scooby Doo monster? Scooby-Doo monster? Yeah, I mean, that's what I was going for when I said monster. Oh, you should specify. If we're going Scooby-Doo monsters... There's probably a mummy Scooby-Doo. Uh, mm-hmm. At the end of... I forget which... It's like Mystery Incorporated or something like that. Oh, we watched that. Um, the owl oh. at the end. The owl? Yeah, the owl. Mm-hmm. What does that's that mean? The mastermind of everything. He turns yeah, into Yeah, I've always been a big Creeper fan. Oh... Uh, Minecraft? Metal Gear Solid. I got a little compilation, very tiny, tiny compilation of some of my favorite lines to show just how much character is in this game. Uh, I want your thoughts on each. Line number one. Six bullets. More than enough to kill anything that moves. What about an elephant? What about... A tank. That's for Valar Ocelot. You do fight a tank in this game. What? A tank? Yeah. What about, like... What about... The Earth. The Earth moves. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, a dragon? This guy who translated this game did what not about, do a good job. He sure said anything the, uh, that's alive. 
What about a T-Rex? Even then, it's still like T-Rex. I don't what think about they're living in this, in this What about area. The Flash? The Yo. character? Could Revolver Ocelot <laughs> kill Goku in six bullets? What about the sun? Disgust. Next up. <laughs> Excellent snake. Age hasn't slowed you down one bit. I like that line a lot because it's really clever. It's one sentence, but it shows his past. Because remember, this is not the first Metal Gear game, but this is the first that almost all people have played. So it shows his experience and that now he's old and retired all in just one line and still a clever way. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. I think that one's much better than the one before it. And that, uh, a lot of lines in this game uh, will show up in the rest of the series. Um this series is a lot like Star Wars, as in there's the prequel trilogy and the sequel trilogy. Luke and, Skywalker. Yeah, good one. And a <laughs> lot of themes and lines parallel from both. So you're going to see a lot of these come up in yep. the future. Next one. Psychomantis. I already played that one, but that one's a classic. 10 out of 10. Psychomantis. We like doing snake impressions. He's, he's the best for us. We Matt got Timmerman from Kroner Hall is calling me. Are you serious? Don't pick it up. Oh, my God. Are you serious? <laughs> Doesn't he know this is gaming hours? Who does he think he Games is? from the dorm. <laughs> yeah. Last one we I'm got I'm going to message. Um, sorry, I can't talk right now. Uh, if you want to know why, tune in to 107.7 thebrook.com. Oh, do that. Do that. Let <laughs> him know. know why. Let him know what's up. <laughs> I'm going to plug the channel. God, or just send him a like. <laughs> if yeah, you want to know why, tune into, in all caps, 1077thebronc.com. <laughs> Last one we got, uh, your favorite character. Do you remember Snake? The field of battle. Do you know what sinew means? I had to look it up. No. It means like uh, like tissue, like body tissue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy uh, really wants Solid Snake. Like yeah. really. We're going to get mm-hmm. into him later. Gray Fox. <laughs> He's a character. He's a character, all right. Literally. He's a character. <laughs> Matt Timmerman loved if you want to know why. <laughs> Let's move into our gameplay slash controls. Um, the big thing I have to say about this is when I first discovered in this game that you can hold, if you hold the stick next to a wall, the camera angle changes all cinematic style, and then you can press the action button and you knock on the wall. And I saw that. And I was like, damn, this game is cool. So okay. any, no thoughts about that. No. Do you, uh, do you feel like the controls in this game are lacking maybe to modern games? I mean, um, it's 1999. I feel like saying. Okay, 1998. Well, that proves my point even more. That's a full year. Yeah. Like, I mean, trying to compare that to like modern games is kind of well, like. I, it is lacking. I'm saying in terms of the game's, like, level design, do you think that, like, you require more tools or, like, you wish you had more buttons or anything? No, I feel like, like, at least from the small bits that I did play, like, it felt like you have everything that you really need because it's supposed to be a... Ding, 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 he said the right answer. It's, like, it's a stealth game. Like, you're not supposed to have, like... 
you know, you don't need anything more than what they gave you. So in future games, you're going to see you can hang on ledges. You can drop down from ledges. You can interrogate enemies. You can choke hold and then kill them immediately. You can... Uh, you can walk like short down, like what? What's it called? Like crouch walking, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You can play dead, um, and on top of the items too, you have dozens and dozens of more items. But I really think, like especially like Metal Gear Solid Two, it gets kind of cluttered. The controls, not entirely. Like they're still enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really think that this is like the perfect amount of stuff. Like it. In my opinion, it never really feels like clunky. Um, yeah, I'm gonna disagree. Kind of felt like only, especially a lot of like the hit boxes and hurt boxes felt very oh, odd wow. to me, right? <laughs> yeah. Like I, I was like, great that box. punch hit, right? Yeah, that's great. It was like, I, I wrote about the hit. I mean, boxes that's not yeah. that's that's not like tools that you don't have. That's just yeah. I think that design. kind of falls into like controls and all though. It's like yeah. Yeah, I, I think punching that the a game, dude. He's clearly not like in his iframes or anything, but right. it just didn't hit him. And I'm like, mm-hmm. come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that the game has all of the tools that you need to like play the game, mm-hmm. but it's a 1998 game. Like you're gonna yeah. expect lots of like errors, and you're gonna expect <laughs> like that. Say, errors is a weird word to use. Lots, right. lots of frustrating. Yeah, you're also going to expect really horrible boss fights. That's also very common. We'll get into that. Not yet, not yet. Um, One specific thing I have to ask you. This game, you, uh, the L2 and R2 buttons are not aim and shoot. They are, they are go through item inventory and go through weapons inventory. And surprisingly, unlike other controls that are mapped around, this stays throughout the whole series. Until I think Metal Gear Solid Five, did you find this weird? Because I found that I I lo- I think it's awesome. I for this game specifically. The one thing that annoys me about them is um they're inverted. So I every time I open them, <laughs> I'll go in the wrong direction once because I'm like oh you know it's just <laughs> I saw you do that yeah that yeah. or when I open the one on the right, I think it's the weapons menu. I'll try and use the right stick rather than the left stick for both of them. Oh. Then I'll try and scroll through it with the right stick. Oh well, but back, that's just back like then. A, yeah, so we were talking about this too. We're PS1 gonna get thing. It, we're gonna get into with the Gray Fox fight about the menus. Um, we're playing on the PS3, mm-hmm. so there are a tiny, tiny little things that may have been made more sense back in the PS1. So this is one of the things PS1 had no sticks. Yeah, so you had to use the D-pad. Right. Yeah. Uh, another question: Thoughts on the top-down? I don't know how much, how many top-down um, games you've played, but top-down. XCOM. Well, well, XCOM, I think XCOM's different in that XCOM's regard. I mean, like it's isometric, right? Well, well, yeah. XCOM's, well, XCOM's like a tactical different. strategy game. Of course it's top-down. Yeah, it's a turn It's a turn. Yeah, I'm saying for this game, are you liking the top-down? Are you having any uh, um, issues with it? I think in the Psycho Mantis fight especially, the perspective was very odd. Because in that fight, too, his uh, items that he throws around the room go really fast. Yeah, and, and also, also they all kind of blend into each other. Yeah. Like, the game isn't, I guess it's like, mm, old game doesn't look very good, hard to tell things apart. Yeah, so now I can bring up uh, one of the things about this game is that it was remade in, I don't know, 2001 maybe on the GameCube. Uh, it's called The Twin Snakes. I have never played it. Almost unanimously, people say the original is better. 
Hmm. Um, which is, but I kind of think you would like Twin Snakes more. Um, the main reasons why people say, the two reasons people say the original's better is because Twin Snakes has Metal Gear Solid 2 controls, which sounds great because you can um, aim in first person and stuff. Right. But the game was not built for that. So a lot of people think the Twin Snakes is way too easy. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and the second and the main reason is because Kojima talked to a guy in a meeting. He was like, I want a remake of the game. And the guy was like, great, we'll, we'll port it over with new graphics. And Kojima was like, I want all the cutscenes to be absolutely crazy. So Snake, like, flips on missiles. And, <laughs> oh, maybe we should play the GameCube first. Yeah, so it's really, really funny. It's, like, um, overdramatic. Yeah, ah, so, that's what I think this game needed. It needed to be even sillier. Do you, it's very silly. A lot of people uh, have a headcanon that, you know, Ocelot? Not Ocelot. You know Otacon, the Japanese yeah. animes guy? Mm-hmm. Um, it's his retelling. Yeah. A lot of people say that the Twin Snakes is his retelling of how awesome Snake is. Wow. Okay. Um, remember that before Baker died, uh, Snake was asking him stuff, and then Baker was like, I forgot the code or something? Yeah. Um, so in Metal Gear Solid, he's just like, you know, find it, old man, in your head. Whatever he says, I don't know. And in Twin Snakes, he bends his back, like, all the way to the floor. He goes like, oh, and he spins around and he points a gun in his face. <laughs> so all the cuts, yeah. I kind of want to play this game, maybe in the future. <laughs> maybe, maybe we need to put the Metal Gear Solid one on hold for a minute. I kind of regret, honestly. <laughs> feel dolphin. So most people say if you want to play Twin Snakes, play the original first. Okay. Um, which I think is a good rule of thumb. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, more about the gameplay. I really liked that one section where you had to do uh, cigarettes to show the lasers. Yeah, I thought that was a health. cool idea. Uh, Matt Terman played that section, actually. The guy he that just really called the ride. really did not like it. He raged hard. <laughs> I, I yeah. honestly, honestly do not know why. Honestly, here's what I'm going to say. When I tried it, I was like, if I had camera control, this section would be way easy, better. What it do you was, mean? Wait, easy or better? Uh, easier, yeah. And it was like, it was like, the perspective on the lasers was very odd, you know, with them moving up and down. It was odd. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'd say odd. Yeah. That's a good word. Yeah. Odd. I spent this whole game being like, if this was a first-person shooter, it'd be so much better. What? Whoa. Whoa, whoa, I was, whoa, whoa, whoa. Maybe not entirely true, but I was like, it'd be so much better if it was just like easier to like aim and move around and all. I don't know. Yeah, but that would okay. completely change the entire Game. Yeah, it would change. First yeah, but like, what if I what if I could quick scope? I feel like first. What if person I was fighting over Ocelot and I was just like, bam, headshot. So I feel like first person <laughs> shooter has two definitions, which yeah. is why I was scared. The first de- definition of first person shooter, which is what you mean, is literally just changing the controls so you can aim in first person and shoot. What I thought you meant is like first person shooter, like Gears of War, and like change. <laughs> no, the I want it to thing. be Doom. <laughs> yeah, I want Doom Eternal. That, yeah, no, uh, we don't want that. Yeah. Um, that, that has its own place. Uh, how about we move on into... Uh, Terrible I, boss fights? Yeah, correct. Awesome. Um, so, again, I'm going to be the good cop on this. Mm-hmm. Um, boss fights throughout the series are really iconic, kind of famous, especially like things like Psychomantis, due to the setting and the character and the gameplay. Um, let's talk first about Revolver Ocelot. Um Honestly... Revolver Ocelot, kind of a mid-fight. Agreed. Um, well, I will say, gameplay-wise, mid or worse. 
but everything else I really liked. I think it's of the three we've done, which is Revolver Ocelot. I think we did four. Oh yeah, there's the tank. Oh, the tank one was the worst. And then I don't even barely remember it. <laughs> Revolver Ocelot, the tank dude, Gray Fox, Psycho Mantis, which we haven't beaten yet. I'm like, Revolver Ocelot felt the most sort of boring almost not like i was like oh you know great fox was cool you got to not use your weapon and fight him hand to hand and mm-hmm. psycho mantis is doing all this crazy stuff and then he's just like i'm gonna shoot you solid snake on like every guard who also has a gun yeah so yes you saw his spinning revolver that's awesome that's gonna stick around do you notice that he spins the thing a million times and then he puts yeah. it in his pocket sick because kojima likes he's a cowboy yeah kojima likes Western cowboy stuff. There's a great video online of Kojima playing 1-2-Switch when it first came out, like at E3 or something. And in 1-2-Switch, you know that there's the gun game where it goes fire. And Kojima plays with someone with the Joy-Con, and he does it, like, frame one, and then he spins it around in his hand, and he blows the smoke (laughs) off it and puts it in his pocket. It's so cool. I'll show you later. (laughs) It's so funny. He was definitely imitating Asla. Um, Asla is just basically like a tag-your-it fight. Yeah. Uh, I think Matt played that one mostly. But I really like the dialogue. For example, the the dialogue of the fight changes depending on how well you do in the fight. So here's what it sounds like if you do very well in the fight. You're pretty good. Which, you're pretty good, you're going to see is one of those lines that sticker, sticks around throughout the entire series. And is kind of associated good. with Asla. Such a simple line. I love it. Um, and this is what it sounds like if you do not so well in the fight, but you still win. I'm disappointed. You're no match for the boss. So I love that line because it reinforces the idea of Snake being kind of this legend ever since he defeated Big Boss in Zanzibar. Mm-hmm. Um, Mei Ling said the same thing. Meryl, when you met her, said the same thing. I love how even though you maybe not played the other games, it still reinforces the idea that like you're a hero and you feel so cool playing Soul Snake. Snake's I, I love that. I love that. Yet Snake always denies it. He never thinks of himself of a hero, which you'll see. Very humble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually. Um, anyway, let's move on. to Quickly, I'm going to go through. Um, Raven, Vulcan Raven, your tank outside. I like this fight. I, I don't like this fight that much, but I like that you're outside because, like, my favorite thing about this game is Alaska and seeing the snow and the wind and it's yeah. such a prominent setting in the game. It's so cool when you step outside. And it, it the setting contrasts with just, like, going into these super cold industrial buildings. And it it's, it's parallels in such a weird and unique way. Um, but the fight itself, it's, it's you, basically the fight is pick up these items. If you don't pick up those items, you're screwed. If you pick up those items, piece of cake, two hits. <laughs> but it is cool that you're one man versus a tank. Yeah. Which they, in Metal Gear Solid 4, they bring up the fight again, wow. um, which you'll see. And Otacon uh, tells Snake, he's like, remember when you fought that guy? How'd you, how'd you beat him? Um, with just grenades versus a tank. And Snake is like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no. I got lucky with that one. Snake was like, he was kind of stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be real. I didn't win. He lost. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and something interesting is that all the fights we played, none of the characters, uh, they're all alive, if you remember. Yeah. Uh-huh. So Ocelot got his hands cut alive? off. Gray Fox is still alive. Oh, he seemed pretty dead. He seems glitchy and weird. 
Um, but Vulcan like, we Raven didn't is see alive. It. We didn't see him die. It was kind of the... Yeah. In video game logic, if you don't in see a character logic, die... logic, show yeah. logic. Yeah. If you don't see the character actively die, like, explicitly, they're alive. Oh, in Metal Gear, if you see the character explicitly die, they're probably still alive. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're going to see a trend. Like, when I just said Big Boss, he got the entire body burned off, but he's still kind of... His DNA is kicking. Oh, okay. So I guess you just spoiled it. <laughs> no, his DNA is... His DNA is like kicking. Yeah, they found his coffee cup. <laughs> Swapped it. His DNA is kicking. Um. Anyway, kicking just like these underwriting. <laughs> <laughs> Be a fashion god and the envy of all your friends on campus. Shop the all-new 1077 The Bronx General Store for the coolest tees, crewnecks, quarter zips, polos, hoodies, and more. A portion of all the proceeds go to support the 1077 The Bronx Studio. That's where we're in. To improve your look on campus, go to 1077thebronc.com slash shop the Bronx. That's 1077thebronc.com slash Shop the Bronx. Let's go. We'll be back with more games from the dorm after these underwriting announcements on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. Vote for the scary movie you want to watch most on the Bronx 880 square foot inflatable movie screen at Scream Screen 8, the only drive-in movie and trunk or treat on a college campus in America. Friday, October 20th, in the BLC faculty staff parking lot. Choose between 13 hauntingly familiar flicks. Voting begins on Monday, September 11th at 1077thebronc.com slash screenscreen8. That's today. Welcome back to Games from the Dorm on the number 7 ranked best college radio station in the country by the Princeton Review, 1077 The Bronc. Guys, the screen is 880 square feet. Can you name something else that's 880 square feet? No. Your mother. Oh! 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 Dab me up. Dab me up. Dab me up. No. Okay. <laughs> he would have, but he's too far away, right? Yeah, here, here. Ready? Yeah? No. Oh, uh, okay. Well, <laughs> Mike on my back. We are going no. into. <laughs> <laughs> We're going into uh, Gray Fox. Um, the general theme. Worst of, fight ever. Literally, uh, like, the worst. I worst think if Gray Fox ever. had, like, half as much health, it would be the coolest boss fight ever. Agree 100%. Disagree 1000%. I think the concept's really cool, but it's just like. On a certain point, I was like, yeah, I know what he's about to do. I know what he's about to do. I'm just waiting for everything to happen. The whole idea of unequipping all your weapons is, like, so meta and so interesting. Mm -hmm. But I hate the unskippable. That's, like, the one, that's the one redeeming quality of that entire it's fight. It's a big quality. I think that's a cool... I've never seen that in any game. Uh, I don't know the name of the game, but there, there's definitely been other games that have Man, done yeah, that. Yeah, and, no. and, and, and let me guess. They came out after Metal Gear Solid. Oh! You know where it was before Metal Gear Solid? Pac-Man and a paperclip on the table. There was For, for was like that one guy talking about Last of Us. What was that? It was like some quote from The Last of Us showrunner. Before The Last of Us, video games were just uh, jumping yeah, yeah. on enemies <laughs> and inserting <laughs> coins. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that guy is. Have you seen uh, the Have you seen the video on Twitter where like the guy is uh is like completely off topic? But have you seen the guy where he's like ranting about Starfield about how you can have pronouns for your character? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever. Like, it's great. Truly, yep. We live in society. Pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you uh, change your general size in that one? Uh, I believe so. Yes. Yeah, game of the de that's up there with like Red Dead Two, where the horse's uh, testicles shrink when it's cold outside. Why are you talking about? Do you that? not know that? No. D 
Do you know that, Mike? Yeah, I've heard of it. See? It's a well-known fact. I think, like, there's a certain point in video games where, like, too much detail is is a thing. Incorrect. I love those horse testicles. Anyway. Um, Can we get this guy clipped? Yeah. Like, Benjamin, if you're this watching this, like, this is the guy you play 52 Clubhouse games this with. This is your, David Kessler's mother. This is your son talking <laughs> on the air. What is this? All right, yeah. this guy is canceled for the rest of his, like, career. Okay. Is, you guys take over. <laughs> Anyways, this David awful is game, Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this scene with Psycho Mantis fight, you can skip every cutscene, and then there are these dumb mini cutscenes before the fights and at the start and at the middle of the fight. That, I think, is inexcusable. If you can program all the other cutscenes to skip, I don't yeah. know why you can't make these. It's like... It's not annoying. It's not annoying at first, but then these fights... Hard, yeah, especially first time. To comparable to like other hard boss fights in like Elden Ring, Dark Souls. What I like about those is, is you die, you should respawn like right out front of the boss. Immediately, game. you just top right back into it if you want to. You know, yeah. um, I feel like that adds to the frustration where it's like I just want to fight him again. I don't want to listen to you talk about. Yeah, it's a slog fest, stuff. especially when Psychomantis has three of those and a, basically a cutscene where you got to knock out Meryl at the start. It's just yeah. ugh. So Dude, boring. They, I, I don't like any of the boss fights of this game. And I know that, like, that's what you I'm guys saying. Disagree. The game needs, like, a remaster. I, I don't disagree. To, like, I, mean, I, I love the bosses and everything, but gameplay. I think the bosses are cool. I think the bosses, like, design are, yeah, the design of the characters. The settings. Desi- and the, the design like, of the characters. The ideas are, great. are really cool. Yeah. Because like, I'm you, saying if this game was made in 2022, it would be a 10 out of 10. Probably. Well, they're remaking uh, Snake Eater, so we'll see. Well, you yeah, said well, that, that's uh, the third one. I can't even compare it to that. You yeah. know, you right. said like this game was one of the first ones to do like the idea of a quote unquote like cyber ninja, right? I don't know. Probably. Okay, well, this guy, me. this I guy gaslighted I didn't, me. I didn't say one of the first ones. I just said that's weird. Cyborg ninja. No, well, I I think that, that like famous line. You're that ninja. <laughs> you know what? You know what else? Uh, the line he says towards the intro. He goes second floor basement. Yes, a lot of uh, greatest one-liner ever. Yeah. <laughs> Second floor basement. But yeah, no, I think the character designs are cool. Like, I think all of them are really cool. Yeah. But the boss fights are just like boring or bad. But like, you love uh, his voice lines. Me? Like, I don't. I, I don't. Hurt me more. <laughs> his his like. When when you say like you're sus, bro, like th- this guy like takes it to like the next like two. Bro, floors. bro is no longer sus. Bro is the imposter. <laughs> <laughs> like like I don't even I don't even understand like what the what the devs were thinking when okay. they implemented this guy's voice. And then another thing I want to talk about the Psycho Mantis fight. Yeah, he does this like a thing where he makes your screen go black. And the thing about it, it is video instead of video. Yeah. And that's awesome in when you used to use CRTs. Yeah, but also it just like pauses the game for five <laughs> seconds. And I'm like, if you're gonna do it, do it like the Saiyan's Undertale where the screen goes black and everything's different and you know immediately. Someone in one of, of my classes today was playing this the Undertale Sans fight wow. in the villa class. People How are they be, doing? He was elected as president the next day. Um Right, <laughs> not yeah. true. So right? I'm, like, I'm like, if you're gonna pause the game for like a minute, have him like be moving around off screen, you know, have him like set up his attacks while yeah. the screen's off. Yeah, so don't just cool. like pause the game. 
Yeah. I think it was Agreed. just to like jump scare you. Yeah, but it happens so, yeah. like oh, what happened? every fight, and at, yeah. by this point, I'm like, yeah, come on, we know this. I think Psycho Mantis fight is a bit more excusable than Gray Fox because honestly, um, I just went to the southern room and picked up more ammo and a new gun and a ration. So I think now we should start with like a clean slate and see how we like it. But it's still a slog fest where you got to go to the menu, change the controller, but then, uh, you changed it too early, got to go back to the menu, then, uh, got to go back to the menu to make it analog instead of digital because we're playing on a PS3. It's just a mess. Um, we're going to wrap up real quick. I want to get two questions. Take number one. Uh, I mean, question number one, what's your favorite kind of bread? I can't eat bread. Gluten-free. <laughs> uh, question number two. Um, question number one. Uh, what? 1.5. Question 1.5. You want to, uh, what are your thoughts about this game? <laughs> what, uh, what are your thoughts this about the This guy is all over the place. Yeah, I'm all over the place. I'm saying, are you in it? Are you kind of losing you? It lost me. <laughs> like, uh, I'm in it. I'm, I'd be glad to play the rest of it. I'm just kind of like, yeah. Gameplay is kind of boring. Yeah, boring. I'll, I will watch, but like, it just does not seem. It, fun it's to play. a real pull out your phone and check Twitter if you're oh, watching someone good. else play. That's yeah, not good. Like, um, especially the boss fights. I also did fall asleep during one of. <laughs> we talked about that last episode. <laughs> uh, and do you um, want to play the sequels? You think? Yeah. If what you've said is true about the sequels, like improving a yeah. lot of those, but, but like, the sequels are a lot more cutscenes and a lot more story. Yeah, but that's the best part of this game. Well, Orion doesn't think so. I think. What gave you that impression? You, whenever we have a Kodak with Meryl that last twenty minutes, you go, oh, yeah, because it's like twenty minutes. There, these cutscenes get become twenty minutes. Okay. See, if I wanted to play a cutscene oriented, like entirely cutscene, I would play Detroit Become You. I would play Walk Again. Is that what you're yeah. gonna say, huh? This guy, this guy is a genius, bro. I'm a genius. Orion yeah. has three games. I'll either mention XCOM, Walking Dead, or Detroit. Man forgot League. That's all he's done. No, Orion <laughs> doesn't like admitting he plays League. <laughs> he's ashamed of it. Yeah, and, his I am. New, and his new phone game. Yeah. He's even more ashamed of that phone. <laughs> phone game that he's been obsessed about. It's called Cut the Rope. It's a tiny indie game. He's he's loving it. Yeah. Candy Crush. Candy Crush. I'm on level 2,453. Um, Thank you for listening to Games from the Dorm. We'll be back next week. Same time, same great place, same great people. Maybe Orion will bring uh, his uh, child on. That was a bad joke. I don't know what I meant by that. (laughs) Stay tuned. I'll bring my pet fish. Oh, yeah. Stay tuned for one of the biggest and best variety on the number seven best college radio station in the country by the Princeton Review 2023 nominee for an NAB Marconi Radio Award for College Radio Station of the Year and the winner of an IBS Media Award for Best College Radio Station in America. That's the country, people. 1077 The Brock and 1077 The Brock.com.